Hello, creative souls, and welcome back to another episode of Pardon My Art, Unlocking the Business Side of Creativity. I'm Oscar, and once again, we're diving into crucial topics for artists who are taking their creative ventures to the next level. In this episode, I'm going to share my thoughts on what I think are the top 10 things that you as an artist can do to make 2024 your most prolific or maybe your most profitable year as an artist. And this episode is designed to help you stay focused, something I think a lot of us have been struggling with uh, throughout the pandemic in 2022 as well as 2023. Now, Many of you know that I'm also a life and a professional coach for nonprofit professionals and artists. So whether you're just starting out in your art career or, or if you've been at it for a while, I promise this episode is going to provide you with at least one valuable insight or practical tip that you can start applying right away. So grab a pen, grab some paper, get ready, take some notes, because I believe this is going to be an episode filled with some really good actionable advice that you can use to take your artistic or creative career to another level. So without further ado, let's dive in. First tip I have is to focus on creating high quality work. Now, what does that mean? That means pretty much investing time and energy into learning things, right? Learning new techniques, experimenting with different materials and styles, studying, essentially researching and and, and pushing yourself to improve, which with each piece that you you create or uh, are creating or in the process of creating. Now, consistently producing high quality artwork will, I believe, help you stand out as an artist because you're just, you know, steel sharpened steel. And uh, as you're building on your your creativity and your consciousness and working with new things and new materials, you're expanding the, uh, the aspect of capacity and capability that you have as a creative person. You're not just a one-trick pony. Uh, not that one-trick ponies aren't uh, good. I think, you know, if, you, if you're like, you know, if that's all, if you have one superpower and that's it, and it's the most amazing thing and it can make you uh, well-known for your creative superpower and make you a lot of money, go for it. You know, if you can't do anything else and you have to hire a bunch of people to do all those other things, solid. Makes sense to me, I guess. But I believe that people have more than just one trick inside of them. And so uh, there's more to you as a creative person. So explore and, and really dig dig into, uh, you know, learning a new thing that could probably enhance what you're doing currently with your with your creative uh, art and, and, uh, and projects. With that, I believe you should be also thinking about creating a diverse portfolio that will, of course, showcase your unique style and and your range as an artist. Now, range demonstrates what that means is it, it demonstrates your ability to adapt to different themes or styles in mediums. And I think this again, you know, back to like you know, it's it's, it's great if you want to be a one trick pony. You don't have to be, and I don't think you necessarily should be. Um, and, and 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 this allows your your potential clients, collectors, galleries to really see the full extent of your skills and the talents that you have as a creative person. So in that way, they can then understand the depth of your work and, and see, you know, what, what kind of uh, themes you're working with, what's your motif, what's your, what's your material, you know, like, how does that, how is that speaking to the viewer or the, or the, uh, uh, the audience who is potentially going to be looking at this work or uh, buying it, right? The number two thing is, to develop, work on developing a clear brand. 
you, you really need to create a unique identity in this day and age, I think in any age, honestly, but, you know, social media, the digital world that we exist in, the metaverse, all of that is, is getting saturated. So a message that will draw your people to your work should be coming through your brand, however you're, you're deciding and choosing to brand yourself as an artist. Now, in case you didn't know, what a brand is, is really more than just a logo or even a catchy name. It's the overall image and the message that you are presenting to the world. And so this would include everything from the way you present your art to the way you communicate with your audience. And having, I think, I think having a clear brand really helps you to communicate that unique identity that you are trying to come across, you know, as I said earlier, in terms of like, you know, building yourself into uh, a multi-range artist, you know, how are you, how are you showing up and how is your brand reflecting the fact that you are capable of doing uh, a, a few things that are creative and inspiring and worth somebody paying some money for. So creating a unique identity and a unique message kind of also means identifying what makes your art unique and how is that setting you apart from other artists who are doing what you're doing or other artists in general. And so what this involves is really developing some kind of a consistent uh, aesthetic. You know, what's your style? What's your tone of voice that reflects your values and your personality perhaps through your art? Uh, and I think especially if you're thinking about art that is intended to have impact in some sort of socio-political way, social justice way, uh, some emotional way, like you, you really, you really want to be thinking about the consistency of aesthetic as much as possible, recognizing that mediums and different kinds of materials will at times maybe make you deviate from, uh, from standard themes or, you know, uh, the way you share your personality through your art. The number three thing is you really should be learning how to utilize social media. So what does that mean? Social media for your art career, as I said earlier, you know, in the saturated world is essential in, in today's digital age. And, you know, social media platforms like Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, X, uh, Twitter, you know, what formerly known as Twitter can help you to reach a wider audience and can also potentially build an engaged following for your art, right? So you might not necessarily always be selling your art on Instagram, right? although that is now a possibility, I believe, but you're showing people what you do and who you are. And, and some people show their process. Other people just show their work. Uh, you, you can decide how you want to show up on these social media platforms. But the idea here is that people are on these social media platforms. And I think it's really important for you to be thinking about the ways that you can leverage them for the benefit of selling your art or selling your uh, particular craft skill, whatever, whatever it is that you do creatively. The reason social media, I believe, can be especially useful for emerging artists who are looking to build a reputation as well as gain visibility in, in the industry is that, you know, you have access to promote your art and build your online presence in a way that, that might not necessarily need to involve at that at the beginning stage having a personal website. And and not that a personal website is, is a bad thing. A personal website is a good thing. I think you should have one for sure. But maybe you're not ready to have one. You don't have the uh, resources to, to create one. So uh, I've shared this before, but, you know, a, a personal website allows you 
that control to design and and um, present your your online presence in the way that you want to and need to present that presence to the world. You control everything, or as much as you choose to control, right? Whereas having you know a um, uh, you know Twitter um, X account, the Facebook account, Instagram account, whatever you TikTok account, showing your art is you controlling the content in a certain way but if you read the fine print all of that content is also co-owned i believe by those those social media platforms so um but again as i mentioned you know there's, there's ways now that you can perhaps be marketing and selling your stuff as well on these social media platforms having a personal website is is another way to do that and if you have a personal website you can link to social media through your your website and vice versa you know use social media to have people go to your website and then they can make purchases or commission you for for pieces um the number four thing that i think is also super critical is to network with other artists really you know you have to be in in communication with other artists talking to other artists at, at the very least seeing what other artists are doing but networking with other artists and having relationships with them professional or otherwise um it, i think is super important and and can provide you with a wealth of opportunities, honestly, including the ability to collaborate on projects or share resources or gain different perspectives that, uh, you know, come from being, you know, having a beer with somebody and just talking about art in general or talking about each other's art, right? So, you know, you can learn new techniques, you can also develop new skills. And I think one of the most important things that you can learn from fellow artists who are in your lane or in any other art lane is about the business side of the art and how they are developing a better understanding of how the art industry or the part of it that they are in works for them, right? So, you know, this show is is designed to kind of each one teach one. And I think networking is also, it, it, when it's done right, is about that. Each one teach one. And let me take you over here. Let me introduce you to someone. So they do this, they do that. Uh, you probably, oh, this person has a studio. Uh, you're looking for a studio or you're looking for bigger space. Oh, I know where you can get these materials from um, that, uh, that you're talking about where you can't seem to find them anywhere locally. I know somebody who makes them. You know, so like networking allows you to expand perhaps the range of your art as well as the scope of your uh, your community, your creative community that can inspire you and be, in, in a lot of ways, maybe amused to you. Tip number five is you should take advantage of digital opportunities to sell your work. Again, Instagram, Facebook, um, maybe X. I don't, I don't really use it that much. I don't know. Uh, but there are definitely ways for you to sell your art using uh, these social media platforms. But there's also things like Etsy and Society6. I've, I've mentioned this before. So, you know, you can be uploading your images of your art and figuring out how to take really good images of your art. And you can, we, we last talked about licensing and merchandising, right? So being able to have materials and products, whether you're keeping an inventory of them or you have them direct shipped um, and using utilizing the digital realm that we are all more or less operating in. I, I guarantee you that this week, <clears throat> most of the people who are listening here, maybe not all, but most of the people listening here uh, this week, a, a good percentage of you bought something online, right? So you know that as a consumer, you're buying stuff 
And you, maybe it was something pretty. Maybe it was something to decorate your house. Maybe it was actually art, right? So as, as a person who is purchasing stuff online, you know that people are out there looking for things. You're looking for things. People are looking for art, looking for your art. Maybe they don't know that they're looking for your art, but there are opportunities for you to get in front of them so that you can let them know you are here for all of that. Another important thing, tip number six, is work on participating in art shows. Look for opportunities to exhibit your your work in galleries or other kinds of venues. Uh, we we had uh, Anthony Carlos Molden on the show uh, a month ago. He spoke about ways to to operate um, with other people, right? Getting in front of the uh, the folks who have vacant spaces that are just sitting there in marketplaces. You know, maybe, maybe corridors where people are they're, you know are buying all kinds of things. Hey, look, this place has been sitting vacant for uh, a few months now. Um, would you mind renting it to us at a discount for a month and we'll just set up an art gallery here and, you know, people can come and go and, you know, you'll get some rent out of it for a month and we'll get an opportunity to show our work and ideally sell some, right? So, you know, <clears throat> there are, I think, unique ways to be participating in, in live uh, activity that shows your art and there's the normative ways right there's the you know reaching out to galleries uh, you know b- maybe you are in art clubs and they have their own uh, exhibitions etc art fairs are another good thing that you can try and participate in they they happen all the time everywhere sometimes they're very specific to crafts or they're open to all kinds of art and you know they usually come with some sort of a fee you have to pay for tabling etc sometimes the the fee comes with um a table and the tent and all of those things sometimes you have to bring that yourself so i think you know it's it's important for you to be thinking about like what's your capacity uh, what's your inventory uh, organizing your art in such a way that allows you to decide okay cool i can i can go to an outdoor art fair and i have 10 solid good pieces that i can carry with me and and show or i can take all my inventory because y- y- you know you have the ability to do that and the space is there and available to you or you're communicating with a gallery that is ready and willing to uh, have you in uh, for that month or, or ensuing month. So networking is back to networking again, like learning about who's doing what, who to reach out to, how these things can happen. Uh, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be just a Google search. It can be working with your community to find out what galleries are open to new artists, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Number seven is a really good tip. This is use email marketing when you can to reach potential buyers and 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 build relationships, right? Like, you know, you you maybe you're you're already working on building your email list, and maybe you have a really nice list of people who are uh, on your social media who follow you on social media, right? Um, but if you're not really using the the list or these names, these are really just contacts, right? So, how do you take that to the next level and build that into a viable email list that you are working and utilizing to reach potential art buyers in an effective way while also building again those relationships and promoting your art because you know that's essentially what you want to be doing or your or your craft maybe you uh or maybe you also teach right maybe you are uh, an art teacher and you can instruct people in a particular way or as i mentioned earlier maybe you are, are a freelance artist who is a graphic designer or an animator or some you you have some specialty that you can provide a value 
to others for if they commission you to do some work, right? So how are you selling yourself through your email marketing and, and building that mailing list of fans, potentially collectors and clients who can regularly be updated by your mailing list with whatever information you need to share, want to share, however often you are, are utilizing that, right? Tip number eight is think about diversifying your income. I, I talked earlier uh, about licensing and merchandising, and we talked about that in a previous episode. Uh, but, you know, like you are a great painter or you are an amazing lithographer, uh, whatever it is that you do, a photographer, right? Whatever it is that you do, you can take those things, those, those pieces of art, capture them in photography, Put them on T-shirts, put them on mugs, put them on anything that can be printed on and find ways through the digital marketing, through your website to be getting income from from that. You could also be teaching, right? You could be uh, instructing. You can be developing a course that people can take online or at the local community college and the community college pays you per student or flat fee or whatever it is, or the the local art consortium or art club or whatever it is that, you know, physical space where you can go in and you can hold classes, right? Maybe that's what you're doing to earn extra income. I encourage you, think about it beyond the, the, the scale of of just what you do creatively, how can you be taking your skill sets, your wisdom, your knowledge, your insights, and gaining income from sharing that with others? Number nine, super important, say it again and again, over and over again, regardless of industry, regardless of field, invest in yourself. And that means you know, finding ways to continuously learn and, and and improve your skills so that you can stay current in whatever industry that you're involved in. And, you know, you really are being real about it, staying ahead of the competition, right? Like, because it's a very saturated world. What makes you unique? Well, you're going to find that out when you start investing in yourself. How can you build on your current skill sets? How can you grow new skill sets and uh, new techniques, et cetera? Like you, you, have to, you have to invest in yourself. And this may mean money as well as time, you know? And you have to figure out maybe where the money's coming from and maybe where the time is coming from. But these are the things that you will, I think, really have to be thinking about when it comes to growth as a creative person. How are you investing in yourself as an artist? And the last tip, last tip is number 10, take care of yourself. You know, I, I believe investing in yourself as an artist, you know, it also includes taking the time for self-care and personal development as, as well as professional development. But like, you know, taking serious self-care is the thing I'm talking about here. So that's because being an artist is demanding and and can be challenging especially if you're trying to figure out where the money's coming from and you don't have that commission or uh, you're waiting on that grant money to come in so it's important to take care of as best best you can your physical and your mental well-being so that you can maintain your creativity and be productive with your creativity so prioritizing self-care and making time for activities that promote things like physical and mental well-being would look like regular exercise, healthy eating, getting enough sleep, uh, engaging in activities that bring you joy and 
and uh, relaxation. And it's also, I think, important to address as, as best as you can any mental health concerns that you are experiencing, such as anxiety, depression, imposter syndrome. Find a therapist, find somebody to talk to. Maybe use our therapy uh, if, if needed. So those are my tips for the rest of 2023 going into 2024. I think it's important to be thinking about how you plan for the new year as we end 2023. And it's early, you know, I mean, it's it's only October, but uh, before you know it, 2024 will be here. So I encourage people to begin thinking about these things. And, and if these tips resonate with you, awesome, great. Tell me about it. And if you have other tips that you think we could share with our community, please feel free to reach out to me at my website, oscarcastro.com. You can download these 10 tips as a free PDF there if you want. And and please subscribe to the podcast and share it with your creative-minded friends. Uh, Thank you for being a listener to Pardon My Art, Unlocking the Business Side of Creativity. And stay tuned for more tips and guest artists as we make our way through the rest of 2023 together. So stay tuned and uh, feel free to check in as you may need to about what's on your mind regarding your art, your creativity, and the things you'd like to be doing in, in 2024. Remember, art is for everybody and anybody can do it. Be good to yourself and do great things. Are you an artist looking to take your creative journey to the next level, but you feel stuck and unsure of what to do? Do you dream of turning your artistic passion into a sustainable and diversified income stream? If so, sign up today for my free 30-minute creative business audit so that I can help you figure out what stage of your journey you are in and what might be needed to get you to the next level. Imagine the possibilities of harnessing your creativity and your expertise to earn an additional $1,000 or more each month. It's not just a dream, it's a reality waiting to be explored. And I'm here to guide you. Who is this for? This is for artists and creatives ready to transform their passion into profit. It's for entrepreneurs seeking to monetize their expertise and their creative skills. And it's for anyone interested in generating additional income through their unique talents. Sign up now at my website, oscarcastro.com or go to bit.ly forward slash creative business audit to sign up. Hope to see you there.